Hello, welcome to the new Dalham History Podcast for all your history revision needs with Gribbin and Howarth. Hello and welcome to a special of the new Dalham History Podcast. Yeah. Um, We did it for Year 8 to explain why to be at GCSE. Now for you GCSE students, we're explaining why you should stay on at Dalham Sick Form and study history at either A-level or IB. So we'll talk you through what the two routes involve in terms of content and examinations. We're going to tell you a little bit about why we chose to study history. And then we've got a special of the Who Am I? In the corner of the room, I feel like I need to describe, Grabin has brought in, or at least positioned, a giant box in which I believe you've got a member of staff who studied history in the past. Yeah, don't worry, it's got air holes in it. It is moving slightly. We'll get onto that as quickly as we can. Okay. In Year 12, standard with me in IB, you start off looking at the Paper 2 content about Hitler came to power. We then jump to Paper 1 and look at how Hitler and Mussolini um, essentially caused the Second World War before looking at Stalin again for Paper 2 as a single-party leader. We then look at Mao's rise to power in China before looking at how Japan caused the Second World War. And we finish off Year 12 by doing our internal assessment on any topic you like. You've got a half-term to pretty much get that written. Sounds good. While over in the higher IB section, we do um, from Alexander II of Russia, the great Tsar Liberator, um, all the way through to the Russian Revolution and Lenin's Bolshevik takeover. Um, We then go on to looking at the interwar years, so the Treaty of Versailles, the various peace treaties, the League of Nations, things like that. And how those sort of the failures of those things and policies caused the Second World War as well. Um, after that, we look at a little bit of Cold War. So we look at Khrushchev and Brezhnev and Gorbachev and uh, <laughs> a little bit of Boris Yeltsin as well. Ah, uh, we? yes. And we look at the end of the Cold War. Cold War. Why did the Soviet Union collapse? And then has the Soviet Union changed from 1982 to 2000? So we come up to some very modern history in that section. Now, that's your year 12 and your year 13. For higher IB, you get one hour a week. A couple with that, with the standard hours, everyone uh, who picks history for IB gets three hours a week of standard. So the topics link up together. There's a little bit of overlap to ensure that you're not covering too much content. And it all comes down to three exams. Paper one is a source-based paper linked to the what caused the Second World War in Italy, Germany and Japan. Could be any of those topics, could be a combination. And paper two, you look at single party leaders with me in year 12. And then in year 13, we look at the Cold War in quite a bit of depth. Very similar to what you've done at GCSE, but with some extra events and approaches. Yeah, and paper three is just for those sitting the higher exams because it's the the one that sort of separates the uh, wheat from the chaff. (laughs) The wheat from the cheese. (laughs) Um, And in that paper, you'd answer three essay questions, um, and those would be on the Russian Revolution, uh, interwar years, uh, the Soviet Union in the later years. But there are opportunities to cross over with things that you've studied in paper one and paper two as well. Exactly. Those people who are fancying studying uh, A-level history uh, at Dallin School. It's the same exam board as we use for GCSE, so there is a nice crossover in terms of technique. Uh, but instead of studying four different topics, it's only three that you study. In Year 12 with me, 
you look at England in the 17th century, well, Britain actually, because we look at Scotland and Ireland as well, but it's um, examining what caused the English Civil War, the fallout of the English Civil War, and then whether or not the glorious revolution was really that revolutionary. With me in uh, year 12, we look at the Russian Revolution also, uh, but we start a little bit later than uh, the IB paper, so we don't cover the earlier SARS. We just go straight in with sort of what was Russia like in the 18 and 1900s um, and why was Nicholas II such a terrible leader? Mm. Um, we cover the revolutions and how successfully the Bolsheviks dealt with the challenges and consolidated their power all the way up to the death of Lenin in 1924. It is a revolutionary uh, A-level, isn't it? Because then your paper three, which you start at the end of year 12 and continue into year 13, uh, that's kind of rebellions and changes too, isn't it? Yeah, so we do a sort of another British aspect. So we look at the Tudor reigns, but the reign of the sort of whole of the Tudor dynasty. So from Henry VII all the way through uh, Henry VIII, Edward VI, Mary I and Elizabeth. Um, and we look at how each one of those faced different challenges to their rule and their power and how they dealt with those challenges and surprisingly there's actually quite a, quite a lot of rebellions against the Judas. There we go with me in the end of year 12 start year 13 you do your coursework can be on any topic you like as long as you've done well on your year 12 mock exam so the incentive is there to to score well to set yourself up to be able to choose whatever you want to do. Yeah and also in both IB and A level you've got the opportunity to do either an extended essay or an EPQ yeah, so you can even study extra topics linked to history. So plenty of opportunity to do some independent study. Uh, in terms of exam structure for the A-level course, um, paper one, which you do with me on Britain in the 17th century, involves writing two essays and doing one uh, interpretations question, a little bit like 3D on the Germany paper. And then Gribbin's paper two. Uh, you get two questions. One is a source question, a little bit like the how useful questions the eight on marker. Yeah, the eight marker, except it's 20 marks, so you have to go into a lot more depth. There's uh, also an essay-based question on the paper two. Same as paper one. Yeah, and then paper three, you've got two essay-based questions. And those essays structure. are 60 markers from GCSE, except now they're worth 20 marks, yeah. again, because you go into a little bit more depth. Same structure, same sort of uh, question stem, so how far do you agree, that kind of thing. It's the same mark scheme. Yeah. And uh, and then in paper three, you also get a source question. Um, different this time, though, because it's one source, and you have to say why it's useful for two different questions, don't you? Yeah, so it's slightly different from paper two, but we do lots of work on sources and inquiries yeah. and how we work that out. Am I? Time for who am I? We're going to let them out the box. <laughs> okay, so this week it's my turn to, uh, well, test Mr. Hal's knowledge of fellow staff members and see if you can guess who I'm talking about when I read out my facts. Now, I'm looking at the box. I can already discount gold. The box isn't big enough for her to fit in. <laughs> it could be anyone else in this box, but it's not you, gold. I can tell. There's no way you could squash your knees in. <laughs> okay. Right, here are the facts. Uh, this person was born in a new town. Wow, that narrows it down. Uh, no, keep going. Uh, both of their parents were teachers. Oh, like me. But I'm not in the box. So, um, <laughs> no, I'm still not there. Um, the other subjects they studied at A-level level were uh, chemistry, maths, French, music, politics Whoa. and English. 
this is a clever person if they did that many subjects. Mm. Wow. I don't think there's anyone that clever out, darling. <laughs> sorry, sorry. The box is wobbling. They're angry. Oh, no. <laughs> this person is married. Okay, right. These are really high. These are really high level facts. <laughs> it is so easy to guess them from this. This person went to university in Aberdeen, Sheffield, and Liverpool. Oh, I am. I I think I know, but I want a little bit more just in case I'm wrong. Um, their favorite year group to teach is sixth form. Oh, I, I I'm pretty sure I know who's in this box. Anything else? And their favourite thing about working in a school is the comedy answering back from students. I think I know who it is. Mr Half, what is your guess? I think inside our box is... Is it Miss Smith? It is Miss Smith! Hello, Miss Smith! Right, while she gets out of that box, we will get ready. And we're going to ask Miss Smith why she chose to study history. Uh, Oh, of course... She didn't do A-level, she'll have done the Scottish weird stuff. Tell us all about it. I chose GCSE history because it matched well with my other subjects, like English literature, because I was good at essay writing and you need those skills in GCSE history. And I chose GCSE history not because it would particularly qualify me for anything, but because I liked the subject and I found it interesting and I thought if I'm going to have to study something for two years, I'd be better enjoying it. And how has it helped me in my career? I used to be an archivist. So I used to deal with historical documents and catalogue historical documents and do outreach at schools, speaking about local history. I used to help people with their own family history. So GCSE history was massively useful in doing that. So, Mr Howarth, why did you pick A-level history? Awkward confession time. I didn't. <gasps> when I went to look around the sixth form I attended, the history teachers were not inspirational. They won't hear this. They're either dead or <laughs> unlikely to use computers. They were dull. Um, but no, I chose classical civilizations instead, which is still history. It's looking at ancient Greece and Rome. Um, same exam structure, realistically, but it opened up the door to archaeology at university for me. So I... I found it useful, but I do kind of wish I'd studied A-level history. Certainly, I think if I'd have attended down sick form, I'd have enjoyed either A-level or IB. They're both good sets of sets of topics. What about you? Why did you pick it? Um, I picked it because I, I like doing it at GCSE, and um, my mum wanted me to do three sciences and maths, and I said, no way. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked all sort of humanities subjects, um, and the course really interested me when I picked my A-level, because we did, what did we do? We did Korea and Vietnam, and we also mm. did the Russian Revolution as well, so um, we did some interesting stuff. So They did Russian Revolution at my sixth form. Yeah. That was the only bit that kind of tempted mm. me, but then the rest of it was just repeating GCSE mm. whereas I think we branch out into some other topics which is good yeah mm. right then thanks Smith uh, you can go off and get ready for your lessons now bye <laughs> um, right so rather than where else you can go because we don't want you to leave Dalham uh, <laughs> there's lots of other places you could study history but don't no other local schools actually offer it on their curriculum no it's been removed the purged ones, yeah. purged much like Stalin um, no, but we do the best combination of options. You're getting experts who mark for the exam boards. Stay with us. But if you want to find out more about what we do, come and talk to us. Yeah, we're friendly.
We've sort got of. pre-reading that you can do before you start if you're nervous about the step up. Although for both, we do prepare you and get you ready. We won't throw you in at the deep end. Actually, there's less of a step up from sort of GCSE this time around because the GCSE is sort of more rigorous the yeah, last few years. You're so. far more ready for it than yeah. students in the past were. LRC is full of resources for sick form. And have a look on the 365 page. There is an A-level and IB page uh, with some resources on there. Mostly for Mr. House Papers because he's very organised. <laughs> I love helping you guys. Uh, but have a look through, see if you can spot the difference. There isn't a big step up, we promise. Anyway, we will see you next time when we go back to a standard episode on... How do you say his name? Gorbachev. 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 Pizza Hut Man. Um, <laughs> Good old Gorby. Gorby. Um, but until then, it is goodbye from her. Goodbye from her.